Michigan Humane Society will take pictures of the dogs. They post it on a closed Facebook site that only has uh, certain reputable rescues on it. There's not that many. Um, the dogs are posted, and then you can send a message directly to Detroit Animal Control saying you want to pull that dog. So we pulled over 20 dogs last week. We plan on pulling dogs every single week um, for as long as people will fund us, as long as we can, as long as we get donations, and we will pull dogs continually. And when you pull those dogs, um, what uh, what happens? Uh, as soon as we pull the dogs, they go to our veterinarian. Half of the dogs that we pulled last week have heartworm, so that's going to be an extended stay at a veterinarian. That's a very tough treatment, very expensive treatment. Um, so they go to a veterinarian. Then when they come out, they decompress. We temperament test them, uh, see how they doing, see how they're doing. Some of them might need some training, mm-hmm. and then they go to loving homes. Have you had a situation where you haven't been able to find a, a home for a dog yet? For a dog from DAC, uh, not yet. We haven't temperament tested them. No, no but I mean we, your organization. Yeah, we've had dogs that we've had, you know, for a couple years. They're still in training. Uh, they're decompressing. We have what we call forever fosters, where they're in foster care, but they're under Detroit Dog Rescue's care. So we do come into a situation where, you know, my main objective, even though we are a no-kill shelter, my main objective is public safety. So I have to adopt out dogs that are safe to the public and they're healthy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, if a dog's not good with kids, I'm not going to adopt it out right. to any, any home. Certainly. You know, we have to do it humanely and safely. Those are my two main objectives that I hold at Detroit Dog Rescue. Now, uh, what are some of the challenges in finding uh, the right home for uh, some of these dogs that, that have problems? I mean, I, I have to imagine that uh, there, there were just some folks who think, well, maybe that's a little too much for me to handle. Yeah, well, I, I want to make it clear that such a small percentage of dogs have, you know, such behavioral problems or such health issues that we can't find them homes. I've even, you know, my house has turned into the senior center for Detroit <laughs> Dog Rescue. I have a 13-year-old dog and an 8-year-old dog and a 10-year-old dog, uh, you know, that all are on medication and things like that. So they come to the Rinaldi Ranch to live out the rest of their life. But, um, you know, it's such a few percentage of dogs that really have issues. But, you know, we look for uh, all different things. How, whatever fits the family and the dog. We do home checks. We take the dog to the home. It's not like anybody just gets to come in and adopt a dog. Right. Um, so, you know, if a dog is very high energy, we might not place it in a home with a toddler. Um, you know, we might want to place it in, with a person who's active, who likes to run every morning, things like that. So we really find the right dog to go to the right home. It's, it's a matching process. You talked a little bit about uh, the uh, funding that this takes. Yes. And it does take money to do these things. Uh, uh, How challenging has that been? You know, it's a challenge. You run into a lot of corporations who want to donate to Detroit, but they don't want to donate to anything animal-based. That is, Why the, not? Uh, you know, a lot of people, and understandable, they want to help the kids. They want to help humans. They want to help people. Um, they don't realize that by helping animals, you are helping the people. Almost every day I get a call that there's a stray dog on somebody's porch and they can't get their son or daughter off to school. That's become a real issue in Detroit is kids missing school because of the stray dogs in the neighborhood. That's a huge issue. So it's kind of you get the trickle-down effect of you help animals, you help the neighborhoods, you help the people. Um, but funding, you know, that's always, this takes hundreds of thousands of dollars to run a building, rehabilitate dogs, take care of them, feed them. Uh, you know, medical costs right now are in the tens of thousands. You know, they can get up to $30,000 a month. So everybody thinks that veterinarians are willing to donate. And that's not the case. And, and I don't think people realize that there's only a small markup in the veterinarian profession. 
Um, so, you know, we are always faced with challenges like that. So, and anybody that is willing or wants to help or donate, uh, you can go to our website, DetroitDogRescue.com, and it's very easy to donate. Where does most of the money come from for you to do the work that you do? It comes from individual households. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people think that Detroit Dog Rescue has all these corporate sponsors and corporate donors, and we don't. It, it really comes from the average person just wanting to step up and help the city of Detroit. So, and there, there's no government grants either, Absolutely. No, no government grants. We don't get anything from the city or the government for picking up uh, or taking these dogs from Detroit Animal Control and rehabilitating them, um, You know, which is fine. Detroit Dog Rescue, part of our mission is to um, serve the city at no charge to the residents or the city. You know, That's what we want to do. We, we're here to help, definitely. But funding is an issue every single day, and, and it is just the individual households that are donating and things like that. What's the best story that uh, that you can tell so far uh, as far as, uh, say, a, a, a particular dog rescue? Yeah, there's so many stories. You know, we uh, one of my favorite recents, I mean, we've had, so, like I said, so many through the years, is I was called by a Detroit police officer um, about some dogs who were running around a block. And there was a, a gray pit bull. We named him Steeler. And he was shot four times. And the sad thing is he was shot running away from somebody. You know, he was shot in the rump, in the back leg, and all of his wounds indicated that he was running away. He wasn't attacking. Um, You know, we picked him up, and he was in so much pain, and he was scared. He had found refuge in an abandoned backyard. We took him to the veterinarian. We got him care. We got his wounds cleared up, and he's now happy and living with a family. And uh, Steeler was just a great dog, but there's so many stories like that. You know, dogs that we had one that was hit with a machete in the head, we had, you know, and these are graphic and, and sometimes hard to hear. Dogs that are shot, stabbed, left to starve, abandoned in houses, chained up in houses. We have the land bank calls all the time because there's dogs on padlocks and chains just starving to death in houses. I mean, these dogs are are getting, you know, they've had some of the worst treatment and they come to us and we real, you know, we teach them love. Why did you get into this? Um you know, I have kind of a, a intricate past, and I was abused as a child and, and went through uh, bouncing around from home to home and things like that. And the thing that I could identify with in each home that I was bounced around in was there was always a dog that I could relate to. And I feel that, you know, I know how dogs feel sometimes, and I know what it's like to be abused and have someone help you and get back up on your feet and find that perfect family. Um, but above that is I love the city of Detroit. And what I love, I love the residents. I think. Detroit has some of the most resilient people, and these are some of the most resilient dogs. And one reason why Detroit Dog Rescue is so important to me is we are serving the dogs, but we are also serving the residents. You know, we help with low-cost spay and neuter. Um, If somebody is laid off from unemployment, we'll help them with dog food so they can keep their dog if they're a responsible pet owner. So it's, it's really the combination of helping the dogs and helping the residents that I love doing.